Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valin or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. He could not feel the dice in his head, but he could almost hear a clock ticking. And the mm-hmm. hour might be struck by a headman's axe. Ooh, so stressful. Dun, dun, dun. So stressful. Uh, okay, <laughs> we are rereading the books in honor of the TV show adaptations release. We are talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today we are talking about Winter's Heart, chapters 19 through 24. Oh, fair warning. I have a rant in me <laughs> about this section, boy. As usual, we have highs and we have lows. Woo, so and as, <laughs> as usual, the highs involve Matt Cawthon and yeah. not much and else. Rand. And Rand. And Rand. Time. And Rand. Yes, correct. Uh, but not anybody else. Not literally a single other person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but before that, we have housekeeping. Um, so well, I know we've said this in the Discord, but I couldn't remember if we had said it anywhere else. Um, we are recording our responses to the wheel of time tv show episodes in real time but we are not looking at the wheel of time discord channel yep and we are not talking about the wheel of time until the strike is over either in the discord or publicly or whatever yes so this is just like continue chatting amongst yourselves i we know that you're chatting you're good to chat chat away chatty chat chat um we will talk to y'all about it once we actually can release episodes yeah, the second, the second a deal is reached <laughs> and our union friends get their fair deal and get what they are owed, mm-hmm. we will release all of the episodes that we are holding on to. That's right. Uh, oh, and also the corrections corner, because there's always, <laughs> always <laughs> corrections. Thank you, as always. Thank you to our Discord friends, yes. who because Jen and I... Have brains like Swiss cheese. Apparently. And it's actually pretty good. It's just that this book is, this, this series is too long. <laughs> um, so Tuan is, as I thought, the daughter of the Empress. That Correct. has been confirmed. That's yes. known. Uh, we're still wrong about the Gars. Okay. So for the record, I think I did finally figure it out, but I'm mad about it. And also I don't care anymore. <laughs> Who do you think they, who are they? I didn't, I didn't look. In the eye of the world where they have those. Just kidding. Exactly. Just kidding. Yes, yes, yes. Forsaken, Agenor, and Belthamel, I want to say. Yeah, 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 Something like that. Is it them? I think it's them now. All right. I don't actually know. And there's this going to come up again later. Like, is it a mystery for a reason? Or is it just a mystery to torment the readers and be like, well, you figure it out. Like, is like I'm saying, like, from a like an authorial standpoint, is there a point at which keeping things a mystery is not actually serving the plot? It's just serving yeah. to piss your readers off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Let's And have we'll... we got like what's the function of it not being clear who they are? We don't know yet. Maybe there's a function and maybe there's not. I'm starting to lean towards there's a not of reason if we can get there through process of elimination at this point which uh the discord says that we we can can. um and that a lot of i mean what's funny is sometimes when we have our questions the answer will be in an interview robert jordan made it clear that which is frustrating like after the fact having Mm. to clarify what you meant me to me is I don't want to like fail is a very harsh word and that's not what sure. I mean, but it it's, it's a misstep. It's a miss in yeah. the work. It's a miss. Um, so yeah. All right. The Gars. 
Yeah. I don't care anymore if I'm wrong. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but I now I don't care because it's like so annoying to me that this is such a mystery for what reason I don't know. Um, this the is show? To, yes, and also this show has ruined my ability to read like a normal human. I just want you to know, Breathy, I blame you entirely for this also. <laughs> it's all your fault because I'll be like reading reading like a normal human and then all of a sudden I'm like oh that line and I'll like highlight and then like no I'm not going to talk to Preeti about this line or then I'll be like oh this this character is getting sent there because the authors need this thing to be set up for the night I'm like no no <laughs> I cannot do it now <laughs> welcome to my life I hate it <laughs> terrible it's not what I was going oh, for. Oh, that's so funny. I'm so sorry, but you, also... You ruined me. <laughs> this is how I literally watch and read everything. I'll be like, huh, that's a choice. I wonder where that came from. I bet I can figure it out. So what's funny about it is that I used to just do it subconsciously. Like, I am well known for being super good at being like, oh, this is what this is where this is going. Yeah. Like, I was like making the connections just because I read so much, but I never like sat down and talked about like, well, I know that because X, <laughs> Y, and Z, but that's all we fucking do on this show. <laughs> and so now it's all conscious and I much preferred it when it was subconscious. Can I just say? <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> But also it's probably gonna make me a better editor. So like it's gonna make are. you a better editor. Yeah. And I think I feel like it's fun. Like I it I will say it doesn't take me out of the experience of yeah. watching or reading something. Maybe I'll get used to it. Yeah. It just it's just another layer. Yeah. I have to work on that. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Okay. You have Chapter exciting 19. news. No, no, no. You have exciting news. Oh, I news. forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. We, I forgot we do this first now. Um, <laughs> I had uh, an announcement happen this week. My debut YA rom-com, Biometha's Romance Revenge Plot, is coming out next year. You can add it to your shelves on Goodreads and please do. Do it. Because it makes publishers very happy. <laughs> And maybe they'll work really hard then on promoting it. So Biomythos, Romance Revenge Plot. Check it out on Goodreads. I'm so excited for you. This is so exciting. Thanks. So exciting. I'm pretty excited. I've been working on this book for like five years. Yeah, this so. is the book you quit your job, your full-time job for. Yeah, yeah, this is when I was like, I want, I want to write the book of my heart. And it's a very snarky, little fun, little rom-com. So. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, okay, now we can talk about chapter Now 19. we can start with chapter 19. All right, we're still with Matt. Yes. He is going to check on his money. Right, he was feeling very, like, yes. panicky. Like, randomly panicky, like, checking on his things are still at the Wandering Woman. These like, are my know. things. The, the diamond is the my diamond thing. Is my things. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Matt is not. He's not Roman Stionis. Um, That is very funny, though. These are my things. These are my things. But he is worried about his things. He's worried about his things. And we got at the end of the last chapter, it was like the perfect line to end. I'm like, why didn't yeah. the dice warn him? Like the bloody dice didn't warn him. Um, So it felt appropriate to start. So like, we know that this is going to be stressful. And, and yeah. Robert Jordan keeps the, like, I will say that, 
the tension building in this yeah. chapter is so good. It's real good. It's he's so good at it. Yeah. Um, because after that line at the end of 18, all we're doing is waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yes. But what's great is the other shoe just keeps dropping. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that like a moment? It's like, no. it's like dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So he's, he's headed to the wandering woman. When he mm-hmm. gets there, the innkeeper, Mistress Anon is out and nobody else knows. So he has to like make up some fake excuse to like hang out until she gets back. It's and then- so funny though. Cause he's like, <laughs> I just want to tell the chef how much I miss her food. Just let me do this. And the innkeeper's daughter is sort of like running things. And she's yes. like, you don't fool me <laughs> you are there's something You're up to something here. like what but is... they're like short-staffed and they're yeah. everyone's like filled to the brim because of the sunshine and so she yes. like doesn't have the attention to spend but what's great about this is it's like when I say like the shoe keeps dropping it's like every little thing feels mm-hmm. like it's gonna bring about something terrible mm-hmm. so even the little thing of like Mara being like you can't go in I was like oh god he's getting stalled <laughs> oh god <laughs> what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah totally absolutely and the inn is full of Shanshan so you're like oh yeah. no what's gonna happen with that like he's the only non-Shanshan pers- person in there um but then yeah so he goes into the kitchen where he is friends with the cook because of course he is um, and so he charms her and she like gives him like gilded fish or whatever um and he is just like hanging out uh and, and he starts to feel like yeah. why did I do this like, yeah this is so silly maybe mm-hmm. like I'll go check on a Ludra maybe right. I'll do these other things like mm-hmm. this is absurd right and he's like he finishes up his fish but then Mistress Anun comes in the door um leading someone else and mm-hmm. it is <gasps> an Isidai so ah stressful Stressful. You were so, he does say there are no Domine or Seldom in the in the uh yes, in the common end. area when he gets there. Right. Uh which was pointed enough that I feel like I shouldn't have not expected this. But I didn't I was catch too it. busy being stressed out about God knows what might happen. <laughs> like like chef's kiss, Robert Jordan. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's an Aes Sedai yeah. because we remember Mr. Sonnen, of course, pre- like has great respect for the Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. Jolene Maza. Who I was like, who is I, Yeah, same. I had to write it down because I was like, I made a joke on uh, Blue Sky because I, like, I feel like every chapter in this section, I would start it and I'd be like, who? who? Yeah. Like, her? It was the Mariah Carey gift. Like, I don't know. Her. I don't know. Because yeah. that was literally every single POV that wasn't like Rand's. I looked up so many people. So, yeah, Same. Jolene is one of the Aes Sedai who, prior to the fall of Ibudar, was in the palace. Like, and there was that whole sequence. I had to remember this whole thing for any of this to make sense. Um, where Matt gets like stuck in the hallways between yeah, the yeah, two yeah. different groups of like white yeah. palace. Yes. and Egwene's Aes Sedai and he like somebody puts a note in his pocket and he's like trying to get Elaine and Nynaeve like to like you know run away with him and they're like mm-hmm. no no we're gonna go we're gonna go look for this Terangriol and you're gonna help us and he's like and no so we gotta get you out <laughs> so she is one of the Aes Sedai from the Aleda. White Tower mm-hmm. she's an Aleda Aes Sedai yes <clears throat> um 
but he's just like, well, that's not great. The Aes Sedai is here. Uh, and they go into, um, like, there's all these, like, at first, Anand is like, okay, we have to get her safe. But then before they can actually do anything, there's, like, this big commotion. And Matt immediately starts moving. Yeah. Like, it's like he just grabs Jolene, pulls her onto a, a thing, and, like, puts her on his lap essentially and it's the classic like fake out pretend that we're making <laughs> yes. out because nobody wants to look at us if we're making out right, situation right. <laughs> mistress Aden proceeds to have this entire conversation with the shanchin who it is but it's also it's bail domen who bail domen who is the sojin to the sanchin Aegeanine, yes who is the one who shows up who was the sanchin in Tanchico, Tanchico, who made who friends with Nynaeve and Elaine. Oh, I have so many thoughts on what's going to happen later. <laughs> like, ah. Um, yeah. And I yeah. love Matt being like, that Sojin looks kind of. And I'm like, it's, it's obviously built. It's an Ilsner pirate. Yeah. Oh my God. There's only one. If there right. is a single right. captain in this book that isn't Athan Mare or Sunshine, it's Bale Doman. It's 100%. You're just right. So, yeah, they're negotiating for rooms, which there aren't any. Um, but, you know, they they make it work. Um, and we get a lot of like chatter about like air captains and captain of the gold I and this and that and the other. Care. This is one thing where I feel like Robert Jordan like was like, okay, I have to build up the society now that they are like participating yeah. in the plot more than just being like invaders. They they have to be people. But it's so much info dumping. It's too much. That it's just my eyes just glaze over. I'm it's like, unnecessary the, too. It doesn't no. inform anything like, other than like it's not clear who ranks, who outranks. Yeah, who. it's bureaucratic. Yeah. But what what hierarchical institution in this book isn't bureaucratic? Yeah, right, right. At this point, the Sanchan to me have just replaced the white cloaks as the mm. sort of um fanatical, mm -hmm. bureaucratic, obsessed with their notion of hierarchy yes. organization that yes. will make everybody else's lives annoying. Yeah. Because the White Cloaks are essentially non-entities at this point. It's true. We haven't seen them in forever. In forever. And so the Sanchan are taking that place. But whereas the White Cloaks got built over the several books worth of telling us about yeah. the questioners and the da-da-da and the whatever and the more mm -hmm. like the ones who were like more intense and then the ones who were less intense, the Sanchan, it's like, well, I got to give you everything. So you got death watch, you got truth seekers, you got mm -hmm. the, the blood, you got the voice, you got the mm -hmm. buzz. And you're just like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't. Mm -hmm. it so there's really a lot of that. Matter. So there's a bunch of that. Uh, and so they finally go after she's like, I will find your rooms, you know, <laughs> et cetera. Um, and then uh, she has Matt carry Jolene into the basement. Because Jolene, I will say this is one point where they made it, I felt okay about like what the way Jolene was acting because it felt in line with the terror oh, she, sure. she would be feeling. It didn't feel like a woman being weak. It felt like a very earned character moment for this Aes Sedai freaking out and sort right. of like, 
like I think Mr. Not Anand says or or Matt I can't remember who says at one point like there's a like this is inevitable essentially like this is going to happen and it's just she's emotional right right well yeah I mean she's literally on the run for her life you yeah. know to not so become she, enslaved and so she is so freaking she's out like sobbing into Matt's mm-hmm. shoulder <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, Matt's like, uh, so you're like in the hiding eyes to die business right now. And Mr. Sonnen is like, well, I heard that there was still a sister in the city. So I found her first. I couldn't leave her. Uh, um, and, uh, and yeah, she's been in hiding ever since the Shanshan came. Her warders had to keep moving her. Um, and she's like, you are gonna get her out of the city. Yeah. I mean, Matt keeps making allusions to like he owes her a debt Mm -hmm. and he like obviously he would save anybody but he owes you know Jolene Mm -hmm. um and so I was I I joked about this in the discord but like Matt is that gif of Bob from Bob's brothers where he's like fine I'll go but I'm gonna complain about it the whole time (laughs) yes and this whole sequence perfectly illustrates that where he's just like okay Mm -hmm. i'll do it but it's gonna be annoying and terrible (laughs) and i'm gonna hate it um and so he tries to talk to her yeah and teslin who is the other Aes Sedai with her did get caught by the sunshine yes um but they this debt thing though this is important he like is saying to her like well i'm in your debt so of course i'll help you and she's like you're in my debt and he's like yeah you know the note and then he's like uh the one you left on my pillow and she's like oh you know all debts will be settled and so he knows that it wasn't her it wasn't her and so he's like ah crap that means that the other Aes Sedai is the one that I the one who to. is caught by the Sanshan and is currently collared. Yep. Um, but he's still like, well, I gotta help her though. Yeah. <gasps> yep. Yep. <laughs> because Matt will always do the right thing. Because he will Book always Matt do the right will thing. Always do the Book right Matt thing. will always do the right thing. He is a very active character. Yes. Um and so, so it's so stressful, like even the language he's using, because he's like, okay, I got to do it. And then there's this line uh, where he's thinking about it. It's like, so he could put off what he had to do, what he had to do. Jolene had left him with no choice. There's like so much language mm-hmm. that's like that in this section of just pushing him and pushing him and pushing him in this way that feels very intense and harried so that mm-hmm. we are feeling very intense and harried as we're reading. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I was like, what is he doing? Because he's all clear to me at this point, like what was happening. So he's back in the palace Mm -hmm. and he's going up to the top floor, like the quote unquote attic space, um, which is where they're keeping all of the domine. Um, And he's opening literally every door. This line. And it's like so heartbreaking because he's feeling bad about what he's seeing. These women. um. And one, like, Anathan Mare is, like, crying, and he didn't know what to do. And then one, he just, like, sort of looks and closes it and is like, I can't save all of them, he thought harshly. Mm-hmm. I can't. Light, but he hated this. And you're yeah. like, oh, so I hate why? it, too. It's terrible. So he finally finds the room that Teslin is in. Mm-hmm. And he says, you put a note in my pocket. Why? Um, and Teslin is like, well, Alita wanted the girls, and I didn't want her to have them. 
And so Matt immediately knows that it was her. Yeah. He didn't tell her what was in the note. Yeah. He just said, you put a note in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, you know, I guess I'll have to help you escape. And she's like, yeah, right. Oh, wait, you're serious? Like, it's a whole moment. I know. She's like, okay. And uh-huh. then she's like, you can't take the collar off. Like, right. they'll know. Um, And then she sort of realizes that he's being for real and is mm-hmm. like, and then there's this like heartbreaking moment oh, because yeah. like the way they, the Sanchez stuff is so hard to read yeah, and doubly so because I don't think it's accomplishing anything. Yeah. Uh, so she's talking about what, which we know that the way the Sanchez treat their um, Domine is through breaking them and making them love their masters mm-hmm. essentially. And Teslin has seen this and is like terrified of it happening mm-hmm. um and so she basically is like I love the part where she's like if you help me I'll do anything that doesn't encompass trees into the white t-. and then she stops and she's mm-hmm. like if you help me I will do anything right period <laughs> right. which was awesome yeah and then she's like oh side note there's another sister who we have to bring with us and Matt's like, I, there's a, probably a bunch. And she's like, well, I don't trust the other ones anymore, yeah. but this one we have to get out. And he's like, great. So now there are two. Cool. But Plus really Jolene. he means three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's just like, oh, the count just keeps going up. Ugh. And he's so mad at himself. He's like, I don't know how to rescue Isidai. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do? And of course, as that, as you said, the shoe keeps dropping. He turns around the corner. And there's two on. And it's two on. And she's like, you can't come up here. What uh, the fuck keep, are you doing? They keep calling him the kennels. I know. Which like makes awful. me want to throw up. Yeah. And I'm like, Robert Jordan, if I know that there are things that we're going to have to feel about Tuan. Right. And I, I don't know how it's mm. going to go. I don't know how it's going to go. Um, yeah. But so she sees him and she's like, these are forbidden to men. Mm-hmm. And he sort of lies and is like, I was just looking for this wind finder I knew. And she owed, I owe her a favor. I, I was bringing her a pastry. Yeah. Um, But he has this line because she's like, he trailed off staring. The stern judicial mask the girl always wore for a face had melted into a smile. She really was beautiful, mm. which is a change mm-hmm. from how he was thinking about her several chapters ago, which mm-hmm. was just no... Definitely not. Not interesting. Yeah. But now she's beautiful. Uh This daughter of the nine moons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Matt, I wish you knew you would be running as fast as you could. Yeah. Um, And there's some grossness about how men treat Domine sometimes. And Matt's like, well, that's gross, but that's Uh not what I'm doing. Right. Uh, And then he's like, I got to go. (laughs) <laughs> I need to leave because I have to deal with all of this. <laughs> right. And he's like, I need a schemer. I love this. Like, he's like, I whoops Tom anyway. I know. Tom. I love it. We need to, I need to talk to Tom and I need to talk to Joylin. It's <laughs> yeah. time. It's time. <laughs> and then we get a flash of him humming an old song, yes. which we haven't had in a while. And no, I it's it. nice to see it back. He's yeah, like, for sure. He's humming like I'm down at the bottom of the well, which uh, he remembers at the like way before in all his memories had been called the last stand at Mandanhar. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love it. And then that's the last we see of Matt, that's the last at least Matt. in this section, which is a yeah. bummer because then speaking of who? 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> chapter know, 20. I had to look her up too. I was 100%. Like, I'm I was sorry, like, who, who are you? Who? What? Uh, <laughs> Bethamine. God, this whole section. So Bethamine. Yeah. Do we I, need to go by it through it beat by beat? No, there's like a few points, but basically Bethamine was uh, at Falm. Mm-hmm. And was there with the realization of that Egwene made about Reda, Reda, Rena, 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 and one other one that the uh, Seldoms can also channel. Mm-hmm. And so Bethamine deserted, <laughs> but ended up in Tanchico, mm-hmm. where she was saved by Aguianin. Mm-hmm. And so now she is like very terrified that people will learn her secret mm-hmm. that she can actually channel. And so basically she's going like super model minority myth, mm-hmm. which is that as long as I am the best at this, no one will hurt me. And mm-hmm. we we find out that Rena is also there. Rena and the other one who are being kept secret by Surath. Yes. Yes. Surath is protecting them. Um, she knows that you know, the Saldam are women who could learn to channel, but she's not telling anyone mm-hmm. for reasons of her own. Um, Aguianian is also keeping these secrets for yep. everybody's got reasons. Yeah, it's like the the biggest the biggest speculation, I think, is that it would cause the empire to crumble because mm-hmm. it is exposing their great lie. Right. That there is no difference. Right, right. Um, and so it's rough. And then the next couple of pages are just her thinking about how she breaks women to be domine essentially yeah, that's it right it's, it's pages like, of it it is it's really long and again like this is part of my rant about this is this section several bits of this section is like this doesn't move the plot along it, at all it doesn't but it's the it's the world building stuff that he's having to like shortcut his way through because so far the majority of sanchan stuff we've gotten has been very militaristic focused and very conqueror focused this does feel uh excessive in terms of how many pages he is spending literally pages i mean pages on, and pages on just like this is how i would deal with this domine mm-hmm. and this is how i would deal with this domine and here are all the domine and you're like i i get it i get it i don't know that it's doing any i think it could have what he did could have been accomplished in like a page and a half for bethamine at most at at most i don't think we needed more than that no and i think this is I mean, you've talked about this before. You're like, oh, well, readers will need to know or want to know. It's like, nope, just sum it up. They, we don't, we do not need all of this detail. Like we just don't. It's it's hard because it's so, part of it, I'm, it's not that I'm questioning myself, but I am questioning a little bit because part of my frustration with it is how stomach churning it is, which I think, we've talked about sort of like what his goals were perhaps with mm-hmm. the sunshine and what he, cause they are, they feel just as slash obviously more egregious than the white cloaks even right? who are awful yeah, because of the threat of slavery that exists mm-hmm. in the society. 
but he's so aggressive with how frequently and how often he talks about Mm -hmm. how terribly they coerce and Mm -hmm. damage these people. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't know what I am supposed to be getting out of this other than flavor is bad. (laughs) Right. Which like, I don't need right 15 pages of this but this is what i'm saying we this is not the only section in which this has been true like he will give us pages i mean we talked about that horse ride that Egwene was on for like a whole chapter that didn't (sighs) need to be there like this is not limited to the shanchen and it's not just because we don't want to read about the shanchen but i do think that we're calling it out but i do think part of it is here at least i can see a, a reason for it in terms of like again, like doing world building for the Sanshan in Ibudar from the perspective of a Saldam who knows the truth about what's going on. Like that said, I know Jen is looking at me like she doesn't buy I'm anything not buying that I'm it. saying. I'm not buying it. But I can see... I can see the benefit of a short passage of it because that is a unique POV that we've not been in. And seeing how even somebody who would stand to lose everything and knows the fallible Mm. uh, truth of the empire still buys into it wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. I do think is- Okay, that's, I'll buy that. Right? I'll buy that. But again, that's one page. I know, I agree. It's too much, but I do understand the need for, or I do understand the desire to put that perspective in here because it is new. Okay. All right. I love that that I I I make arguments for things that I don't want to read. You know what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I get, I mean, you know, this is why there's two of us. Uh, Okay. So, so all of that. And then she goes back to her rooms when she's done with her day. She's like very stressed out by her life. Well, hold on, hold on. Just okay. one other thing. Okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> one other thing. Uh, we have two, well, we have two of those people, right? Who have been, we have Rena and Bethamine on the page in this section. Not POV, but we have Rena. Yeah. And Rena has, who was, we saw her last in the second book as this like awful person who treated Egwene terribly, but now she is like a nobody. People she's bully being bullied, her. Yeah. She's like just very she takes all of the abuse she gets. Mm-hmm. And so and Bethamine is sort of like, ugh, I would never about it. Mm-hmm. So that's I just wanted to make that point because I feel like maybe it'll come up. Maybe it'll be important. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, so yes. Right. So she goes back to her rooms and the innkeeper is like, this guy was looking for you. You're not like getting up to, you know, inappropriate things, are you? And she's like, I don't know anything Ew. about a guy. Like, why I would, would never. never. But would she never. mentions he's young and blonde. Mm-hmm. There's so many callbacks to things that happened like a billion books mm-hmm. ago. Um, I also want to point out that from this like uh, uh sort of like textual trick that Robert Jordan is doing in this POV is despite the Sanchan coming into Ibudar, Bethamine refers to the people who live in Ibudar as foreigners, <laughs> which I just thought was a funny, like interesting, thoughtful thing for him to do in terms right. of like the perspective we're getting. I thought was mm-hmm. smart. I just liked it. I was like, that was a, 
a good a good thing sir what you're All doing right. there because it mm. feels on brand but also it's like oh yeah uh so yeah so she goes into her room and there he is going through her stuff like through her locked box uh and it is the truth seeker who we last saw in Tanchico, right yeah yeah he was like sneaking around Aguinan. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Did we get a POV from him, but we didn't get like a name or anything? I don't remember. Yeah, we didn't get a name. We just got a POV. Yeah. And it's actually a really wild conversation because Bethany has been asking questions about Aguianine, which is why this guy is coming to her at all. Um, mm-hmm. Because he also is like thoroughly convinced that there's this massive plot with Aguianine at its center, which actually is just like she's just caught up in events the way that everybody else. Well, is, yeah, he like- says that she <laughs> might be the thread that leads him to the true because he's he's yes. like maybe Surat is in right. it. Right, right. And and it's like he's got all of these theories about what's going on that are like one thousand percent wrong. This is the first time we've had one of these in a while is somebody being like, oh, and guess what else is happening? And you're like, and you're just like, that's not, not happening. What, that's not happening. And it's he's a the seeker, a seeker for truth. Yes. Who are basically like the questioners. Yeah, there it is very equivalent to the white cloaks. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so he's basically like, you are going to spy on a guillotine for me. You know her. You're going to go be best buds with her. Her, and you're going to tell me everything she says so that I can figure out what this plot is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is, yeah, it's very interesting. Ooh, the High Lord Turok was who again? Yeah. So remember when Elaine and Nynaeve were rescuing Egwene, and it turned out to be the same day that Rand was in Falm. Yeah. Sword fights. The Shanshin Blade Master. Right. That was High Lord Turok. Oh, because this guy says yes. that High Lord Turok ordered him to watch Surath because yes. he was he suspected that Surath was a danger to the Empire right. itself. So now it's like, well, did he really? Or is this just like Sanshan political right. Right. nonsense? Yes. So that's who High Lord Turok is. Yeah. And he, we, we saw Patton Fane in his company. Also, right. Side note. So. Right. Oh. Yeah. God. Uh, okay. So yeah, he's like, go, go talk to Iggy and Ayn. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. Um, <sighs> and then to Iggy and Ian because Robert Jordan is like, screw you, Preeti. Here's a million <laughs> Sanchan POVs. Yep. Um, Aguianine. Although this slide made me laugh. She's like in on a bed, just sort of like thinking uh, and she's wearing this dress and it goes, the way dresses can find movement, they must be an invention of the dark Lord. <laughs> and it's like one step away from like, we don't have pockets because of yeah, scene. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, she and Bale are in the rooms and Aguianine is like, very in that cognitive dissonance where she clearly knows that the Shanshan way is wrong, but she's mm-hmm. also not ready to let go of it. And she has like been quote unquote forced by circumstances to buy Bale Doman. Yeah. So nobody else would buy him, but she still thinks of him as if he were her property. Yeah. So like 
it's very cognitive dissonance. I, I will say here. it's like she, to your point of the cognitive dissonance, it's like it's very apparent in the text that like she puts herself in the role because she thinks it's the thing she's supposed to do, mm-hmm. not because it is the natural instinct of what she should be That's doing. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I think the big thing is that she fucking gave the male Adam oh to Surath. Yes. Oh That's what's important is that Surath has the male oh. Adam. I know. I forgot. I was like, I completely forgot the part where Nynaeve like hands that to a Shanshan woman and is like, go get rid of it in the ocean. <laughs> I I just it makes me so angry because I remember being mad about it at the time. Yep. Of like, why would you? Why would you ever? Right. And I was hoping that it was like, no, he yeah. wouldn't do that he to wouldn't. naive. He, he would. Wouldn't. He would. Uh, he would. And so Surath, instead of dropping it into the ocean, again, like she. Oh, sorry, 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 again, uh, instead of dropping it into the ocean like she was supposed to do, gave it. To the high lady, so I am so upset about this. He's like, and I was gonna drop it in the ocean, but then when we got like boarded, this was my only option. And you're like, Was it? Yes, was it? Was it? Was it? You keep telling yourself that Ugh. she's telling herself a lot of things. She is in this section. And again, I don't think we need Which, to go. No, no, we don't note. have to go. No, by no, I do hope that because there is this focus on it's so clear how much she's lying to herself, like mm-hmm. it's it's not. This is not supposition. This is not no. assumption. Like Robert Jordan makes it excessively clear that she's lying to herself. Like she will think things and then act in a different mm-hmm. way. Uh, that I hope that that means she will somehow have to be redeemed and deal with this yeah. in a way that doesn't impact Nynaeve at all. Right. <laughs> we can only <laughs> hope. Uh, so then Bethamon comes in. After and, some like weirdness with freaking Bale, which yeah, is I like, I'm gonna marry that. him. Except that I'm not, because I can't afford a ship. Well, I could but afford I'd already a ship, decided, but I don't want to buy him a ship. I mean, I can't even. I can't. I can't. I know. It's just, but this is what I mean is that she has all that. And then it says before leaving Tanchiko, she decided to marry him. One of those lightning decisions that had made her reputation. So it's like she has all those thoughts, but then she's like, but I did decide. And then also I've, she's like, but I could never marry Sojin. Like she, like she just goes back and forth between. It's so annoying. The two. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then Bethamine comes in and is very like worm tonguey. Yeah, is it? Is that? I didn't read just it that way. Not in the like, not in the like. I'm trying to like take advantage of you, but in the like sniveling. Oh yeah, part well, of it. Enough. Yeah. So uh, she basically is like, listen, I, you know, this true seeker is after you, and Aginian's like, I don't do anything and beth means like uh actually he thinks there's this whole conspiracy and she's like what <laughs> but everyone's like super afraid of truth seekers yep. so even if he's wrong because mm-hmm. like beth basically is like he wants me to follow you which i will admit yeah. i did not see coming no no but also this could be a double double cross like this could be her she's like smart enough for that no because at the end of her chapter she like is like listen i'm not friends with her and yeah, she's yeah, gonna yeah. be suspicious of me so like tell me how i'm supposed to make friends with her and right. so i could see him being like Fair. tell her like this is what we're gonna do you're gonna tell her so she won't suspect and then you're gonna do the thing that you're telling her you're not gonna do 
So which is tell me everything. Which is tell me everything. But she didn't tell him the big thing because she can't. Yes. That's where I'm can't. hesitating. Exactly. Is yeah. because the thing that like Aguianian actually holds the most yes. important piece well, for true. Bethamine. Right. And Bethamine needs that secret to stay a secret. Exactly. So she actually has to work with Aguianine to like figure out what to do about this true secret. Yeah. And she's like, what if he had an accident? <laughs> and Aguianine's like, yeah, that's not what we're going to do. <laughs> I did love this line where she's just like going through all of the thoughts of like what Bethamine said. And he, she's like, that of this is no. Yeah. Just meeting them was chance. Like it's not illegal to have conversations with Aes Sedai. <laughs> but she ends it with like the dark ones was coming to steal her eyes. Yes. <laughs> Which made me laugh. She's so stressed out about everything. She is. She's extremely stressed out. And Bethamine is like crying and yeah. wailing. And Aguianine's just like, I'm going to have, I'm going to, I'm going to freak out. You need mm-hmm. to leave. I'm going to freak out. Yep. So yeah, so Bethamine goes and Baildoman's like, I can kill him. <laughs> She's like, no, you can't. Uh, and then she does start to write out. She literally writes out his freedom his freedom papers um and he is like no no we'll we'll stick together through this you mm-hmm. promised me a big ship like i just can't and then he's like by the way this remember the guy in the kitchens that was matt coffin i know him i know him <laughs> i love the juxtaposition of matt's like might look familiar but like i don't know no whereas bale doman's like i saw him once for two months on a boat two years ago and i know his full name his name is he's friends with tom Tom maryland who you wanted to find anyway like what what What? so that's happening and there's this aside about how he says you know yeah matt like they almost died because of trollocs and Mairdral, but they survived. That's someone I want in my corner. And she's like, oh, ha ha, trollocs and Mairdral. I'm sure they're real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But she, so she says, Ganyan's breath caught. Marilyn was a clever old man, a dangerous old man. Uh, and he had been with those two eyes to die when she met Bale. What did he, I don't remember what he did that she knows he's dangerous. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. No, I, guess, I don't remember like, either. Um, but basically, this chapter ends with her being like, "Find them," and I'm right. like, "Well, this can't be good." But no. maybe this is how. Well, this is how Matt and the Aes Sedai are going to leave, right? Yeah, exactly. Because like, they're going to get a boat, and they're going to get the hell out. And of they've there. got the one sea captain in the world who's not Athenmir. Literally, Bail Delman <laughs> is the only sea captain who's not of those two. He's like Spider George. He should like, not be counted. I know. <laughs> Every time Robert Jordan's like, hmm, I need a boat captain. Bail Bail Doman. Let's go. Let's go. And then we had a map of far matting, and I was like, fuck you, map. <laughs> really? I went to the front map and I was like, where is far matting? I just like oh. don't care. <laughs> don't care. I don't it care. It's like a Star Trek. Uh, I'm beacon. so mad about these chapters. Side note, I'm not the rant chapter. I'm so mad at the Sea Folk chapter. Chapter 22 Super is actually boring. good. It's actually uh, yeah. Chapter 22 is great. So we're in far matting with <laughs> Rand, who <Yes>. is like 
Rand, what did I say? Oh, this isn't, you'll, you'll get this. in when we do drop the show things, but Rand, Rand is very scheme forward and he is his best scheme forward self. <laughs> also he's like simultaneously an idiot because so he's like good at it. he's so bad at this so yes he is in like he's in farm matting and there are these references to how he's because he's tracking the ashaman who betrayed yes. him and there are these references to how they're on like even ground and the mm-hmm. implication is that they can't channel or there's right. something going on with the channeling right and um, like brand has left all of these clues to lead them specifically to expect him to here. be farm adding but he's like but i'm gonna know that they're here and i'm gonna follow them um and so he is following rocade uh, mm-hmm. who is walking around like with a sword and a cloak, um, like an idiot, which you're not supposed to do. Yeah, there are all these things about far matting and they're like it distrust feels a little of bit like like a like a Singapore style setup. Like it's like yeah. a heavily policed, like theoretically utopic, but like, you know. Yeah, it's also a it seems a matriarchal yes. society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the leaders are all women. There are references to like the historical women and also like men of whom you shouldn't speak and all of these things but it's all very this is where I'm like Robert Jordan your world building doesn't have to be like this I well I agree it doesn't have to be like this um this did make me laugh he's like he Rand is like he's just like in this simple cloak he dyed his hair uh, and he's following Rocade, and he's like, there are plenty of tall people here too. So like, I don't really stand out for being tall. And then he says, Menel Rocade himself was only a hand shorter than Rand. I was like, a hand is a lot though. Like, it's like, it's like six to seven inches, right? It seemed like know. weird phrasing that I was like, what? I guess it depends on which way you're holding your hand. Are you holding oh, it yeah, vertical or horizontal? I, I did like this, like horizontal. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot. Um, so Luz Theron is like pissed off about everything obviously um as and, always and Rand is only really feeling Min mm-hmm. apparently she feels her like very strongly um which is Makes... probably just proximity right like, I think it's proximity. literally right there yeah 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 everybody else is who knows where mm-hmm. um so yes he left all these clues uh he's trying to you know put this to bed um and he is stalking Rocade through this market we get a lot of market description as usual so and much. then all of the sudden uh he gets the wave of dizziness and a face fills his vision mm-hmm. he staggers uh we don't know why and he runs into this guy who has a scar in his face where I'm like, maybe he's going to come back. Who knows? Well, we also have this like loose there and going, yes. how many will we three kill before yes. the end? I wonder. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Right. I remember this from some other discussion where there's like there's another person in there. Like there's a lot of people in Rand's head. Yeah. Like this point. literally loose there and unnamed number three, Alana, yeah. Min, Min, Avienda, Elaine. Right. <laughs> like. Rand, my poor boy. And Rand. And Rand. And Rand, and Rand himself. Poor Rand. Um, <laughs> and I love that it's like he was not worried about the business or whose face it was that he half saw when it struck. I'm like, really? You're not worried? I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried. worried. Yep. <laughs> oh, truly. Uh, so 
in the meantime, he's like sort of lost track of Rocade. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I have to be careful. But then he like spots him again and he's not careful. He goes like running. Through. I know. I mean, he's. <laughs> and then he's like the one of the guards is like, mm, what are you mm, doing? Sus- like very suspicious. suspicious. And Rand's like, oh, I'm just looking for my friend. <laughs> nothing, nothing to see here, buddy. <laughs> um, it's so I mean, I just can't even. It's so a little he, silly. So he goes down this alley and like, surprise, the fucking trap yeah like no doy he's like spends like four pages being like he doesn't know he has no idea (laughs) (laughs) i've got the jump on him rand is the least sneaky person but then i did like this fight scene i thought it was fun scene is so good fight scene's so good so good Um, rocade is like waiting for him Mm -hmm. in this alley and he's just like ha ha i baited you (laughs) like a pigeon right (laughs) you could run (laughs) I'm like, have you met Rand? Have you met Randall Thor? <laughs> like, yeah. And then Rand like beats the shit out of him with his like he punches the first thing he does is punch him in the throat and like yeah. break his windpipe. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. It's a really, it's really good fight choreography. It is. It's lie. very fun. He like there's some like rolling and mm-hmm. flipping. He and hears all a this sound stuff. behind him and he rolls and he falls. And then, you know, uh, Kins- Kissman is the one who like he stabbed Rocade through the chest because he was mm-hmm. aiming for Rand. And, and yeah. there's this like great moment where they're like standing like off with each other and mm-hmm. Rocade is like on the ground dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rand is just like, well, he probably doesn't know how to use a sword well. Like right. you can tell he's nervous because he's like, I'm sure he's one of those people who only wants to use mm-hmm. the one power. And then Rand, it's like time to die. Rand <laughs> said quietly. But as he like steps forward, they hear the the, the guards. Uh, guards start to come and Kisman's like, they'll take us both. Um, they'll hang us both. And there's this moment where they both look at each other and then run the opposite way <laughs> because they Rand is like he's right, but it's like such a good it's such like, a everything good about it is good. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I guess and I think this is important to note um that Rand is like, you know, he probably wouldn't get hung, but the council mm-hmm. had like backed Aleda's yeah. wacky dictate so he's like I, I can't be stuck in a cell until the white tower and because he can't channel for reasons that we haven't discovered yet like he would sort of be stuck he would just be stuck um then we switched povs to kissman who i was like mm, i guess this was important for confirmation this is things. this is important for information okay i think like who cares about Oz- like no, it's obvious because I by the end of it he doesn't before. matter right he doesn't matter so yeah. the choice is interesting of like yeah. i don't know it feels like this was a moment of like well they need to have this information for what's yeah. going forward and this is where i have to put it like it feels right. like it which is a little bit of a bummer mm-hmm. to me because yeah. i wouldn't have minded actually if we were gonna get like a big reveal going to that pov yeah. and getting to see it yeah but I also can understand, like, after that wonderful scene mm-hmm. of Rand running away and the panic and this, like, fight scene of not wanting to step out of far matting. Yeah. And then have to come back. Right. So I get it. Yeah. Uh, but so Kisman is, like, so upset because mm-hmm. he's like, that idiot Rocade talked me into this. Da, 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 da. Um, and he's like, he wanted power more than glory. He wanted to rule tear. 
they promised they had all mm-hmm. promised that he would live forever and then i love i loved this though like kill him the mahal had ordered before sending him to Carhian. Mm-hmm. like kill him damn demanded had commanded yes. and still later still morden had said kill him if you must it's such a great yes it's it so is good. it's really so good. like that's yeah. what i get why it's in this pov because you get that wonderful stacking of like mm-hmm. we know people we know the shift happened obviously because we saw the moradine thing yeah but seeing the sequential like yeah maze room tame right the mandred moradine is yeah. so good it's good and Delicious. it's clear that like they're all sort of working independently yes too, which is important information yes. so like we like we suspected and now we 100 know that time like ordered the assassination yep. probably to control the black tower but like does he have other or ulterior motives i don't know we don't know we know that he understands the weight of the final battle or at least knows yes. how to speak as if he understands yes. the weight so it is yeah it is a question worth asking of yeah. for someone who clearly knows how to speak about the the last battle what is in it for him if rand is going to be dead right if you kill the dragon right uh so then so he's like mulling over all of this um and then suddenly somebody has slashed his arm Mm -hmm. with a knife and says he belongs to me <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then the wound turns black and then kisman dies yep. so we know it's pat and fade and the dagger from shadar lagoth wait no what yeah. it's pat and fade it is pat and fade i got confused what i'm gonna tell you it was i'm gonna get uh we're gonna talk about it in a minute oh, okay i got confused i thought it was luke no, no, because there's this whole there's this whole other thing Yes, but no, I think this is clearly Patton Fane, right? Because that's we know You're the right. Because if he that. says he belongs to me, yeah, and we know that Patton Fane is obsessed with Rand. He is. Where was the last time we saw him? Oh, I don't know. Even know. Uh... In a minute. Yeah, I think was it was last... when Rand went to see the rebels, and it turned out that that lord had Padme Fane right. as one of his yeah, attendants. Yeah, I think you're right. Which was like three books ago, no. two books ago. I think it was last book. Was it the last book? Maybe so, because that's um, when he meets Caroline Demandred. Yeah, Demandred. 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 Um, I still am a little confused. Like, I don't think you're wrong. But I do think it's weird that he dies from this poison and then there's a whole section where Luke kills someone with poison. But it's different people that he's killing. I know it's different he's killing people, a couple. But I still think it's weird. Well, I, I think, think it's... He, I think, again, I think this is Robert Jordan like stacking peril on top of peril on top of peril. It like, is, but... It's like, oh, it's not enough that the Ashaman are there and it's not enough that one of the Ashaman is a dark but friend. But also specifically... Yeah. It's specifically the use of like fast acting poison, right? But there's nothing else in... Well, okay, let's get to it. And okay, then we okay, can okay, argue okay. about it. Some okay, more. okay, okay, okay. Um, so we're still with Rand and he... Or no, we're back to Rand and he yeah. goes back to the inn where... Oh, wait, wait, wait. The last thing okay. is the last... Oh, this is the other thing. This is the the other reason is uh, Kisman's last thought was that one of the chosen had decided to punish him, but for what he could not have said. I thought that was just misdirection, like, because of course he would I don't think know. that. Okay, well, th- well, like, okay, 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 okay. okay. Right. Uh, so yeah, back with Rand. Okay. 
so Rand it goes back to the inn where he and Nynaeve and Lan and Min and also Olivia are staying, which I was like, yeah. when did that happen? Well, she ran off, but when I did, guess when did Nynaeve, Nynaeve find her? I don't know, but I'm glad we didn't have to see it. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm so confused about it. Uh, um, but he sees first I forgot that Nynaeve and Lan were with Rand for a second and so when he's like Lan is at a table I was like oh, hey. oh Lan, hey, Lan. <laughs> it took me a minute to be like wait a minute what and then I was like oh right they're all right. together they're I all together now. yeah um there was a lot of confusing interactions yes. though in this section yeah so uh Rand basically does the like, oh, meet me upstairs uh-huh. like, with his head and eye movements. And Lan's mm-hmm. like, okay, got it. Um, and the there's like men's common area and like women's common yeah. area. And again, because Robert Jordan thinks the way to like equitable sexism is to swap <laughs> and like the same. Who's oppressed? It's fine. <laughs> um, Rand sort of like Min, Nynaeve, and Olivia. Olivia, what's her name? Olivia. Olivia um are in this other area and Rand is like wife I need to speak with you upstairs if you please or whatever <laughs> uh to men and there's some snarkiness but like everybody listens and they go upstairs it's just a lot of way to be like yeah this is what this society looks like and it's also annoying mm-hmm. uh so he once they're all gathered he tells them the stories he's like well at least one of them is dead but now we gotta go but now we have to leave um, but here's what's confusing is so like the first confusing interaction is Olivia is clearly like trying to bait Nynaeve and like Nynaeve won't be baited by her. Yeah. And Rand's like, oh, it's weird. It seems like she wants Nynaeve to be annoyed. Right. Okay. So that was weird. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. And then like, I didn't really understand like Rand is like, do you not get it? I got ambushed. Kisman got away. He knows where we are. We have to go. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's not acting as, like, harried as he would anticipate. Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve's like, yeah, I heard you. Help her pack. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Yeah. Why is everyone acting so weird? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's supposed to be, again, like the stupid character assassination that he's done to Nynaeve is like, it's something to do with like the way that they're talking about husbands because Min makes some joke and then Nynaeve says this thing about like, oh, who would want a man that they can boss around? And then there's this whole like stupid, I like, I literally think that's all it is. Really? That's all it is. I, th- I hate it. And I think that's all it is. Well, no, because she like, it's so strange because she's not like, because he says there was no heat in her voice. Was she protesting just for the form of it? So she's not angry. Right. Um, And so she's like, if you want to hurry, like help men instead of standing around like a woolhead. And then she, it says she stared at him a moment longer and shook her head before leaving. Yeah. And maybe it's the, what Olivia says is that you have to help, let us help perhaps, mm-hmm. but why wouldn't, Nynaeve say that like I think there's something yeah, going on with Nynaeve that we don't know okay um but it's just everyone's acting weird so like mm. Nynaeve is acting very out of character but I feel like that's half of I mean you're just saying it's deliberate this time it's yes, of just yes 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 I think it's deliberate instead of character assassination okay fair enough um and then there's this very unsettling interaction oh that gosh. Min and Rand have where Truly. Min's like Rand you killed somebody 
And I didn't feel anything through the bond. Like you weren't afraid, you weren't angry, you weren't even concerned. And I sort of love like the way Rand reacts. Yeah. He's like, I wasn't angry. He just needed killing. Why would <laughs> Why I be would afraid? I be afraid? Why would and I? it's so unsettling, more yeah. so because we're in Rand's perspective. And he yes. truly is like, yeah, this is what I had to do. And we've read books and books of Rand being like, I have to be able to be hard. And yeah. I think this is He's there. Rand, right? Yeah. It's very, but it's not the same like, Rand, who's like, I can't cry. No, this no, is very no. matter of fact, like scary mm. version of that. Yeah. I mean, this is literally what Cerulea and Cadswain are trying like, to we like. do not want this. To yes, happen. exactly. This is what we don't want. And then is like, cool, 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 cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Well. <laughs> and he totally misunderstands what she's mm-hmm. saying. And he's like, don't worry. I won't let anything happen to you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's not what she's worried about, oh, bro. <laughs> and then we have this weird moment where he's like, you know, because she's telling him, she's like, you do have to let us help, like, describe mm-hmm. them. So maybe we can ask some questions. Like, you can't search the city. He's like, oh, I could just draw them. But I can't draw, but Luz Theron can. And it's like, yeah. And then we get to Isam, which again, I was like, yeah. Who are you? <laughs> um, and so this is where, okay, so Isam is Luke. Yes. And vice versa. But yes. apparently two different, two different people, people who share one existence, yes. it seems. Uh, he can step in and out of Teleranriod whenever he wants. Um, so one of them looks like Lan and one of them looks like Rand. Yes. Luke is the one who looks like Rand. Rand. And Isam, Isam is like land. Yes. Um, he he can't use Teleranrio the way the chosen can, but he can be there. Mm-hmm. And so he carefully, he's like in this room. Um and he has these poison daggers. Yeah. So this is so I see point, where you're going. Right? Pointed. <laughs> Pointed poison <laughs> daggers. <laughs> You're <Sorry>. a nerd. <laughs> um, so ba- there's like a lot of, like there's an entire paragraph about the poison. Yeah. Um, because it's like, with the poison, it was unlikely either would have had the strength to shout loudly enough to be heard outside the room, but he wanted to make this kill his own in a way the poison could not grant. So, so he basically like, kills them and then like stabs them again yeah um then he wipes the daggers clean and he's careful because he's like i might have all these gifts but poison immunity is mm-hmm. not one of them we find out that he like likes to kill people mm-hmm. um he kills who are the two Aes Sedai that he killed in I that's I don't remember I figured okay. somebody in the discord would tell us which Aes Sedai he killed in the stone of tear yeah I don't remember um, I do remember he killed a gray man in the white tower. That yes. was the moment when, um, ooh, it was Elaine and somebody else. Yeah, remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, and the yeah. the gray man gets shot with an arrow, and Shariam comes around the corner and is like, uh, what's that? Where, yeah, probably second, second or third. Right? So, um, but uh, in the meantime, yeah. he's telling us that like he's been high, like he regularly gets hired by the chosen, et cetera. This is what I mean. So you have two things from Kisman as poison and the reference to the chosen having him killed. And then you have this whole scene with Luke slash Imam, Isam, Isam, um, 
being like the chosen hire me to kill people and I use poison daggers. Yeah. I don't know. know. Kyle seems like Luke. And he, this whole thing was him trying to kill Rand. Right. Because he was like, it wasn't them. But he like, he literally doesn't even know who Rand is. Like he, like there's no reference to Rand in this. He's like, oh, there is the though. pair is done, but the man was bald. The woman gray. Like he, like he's like not even saying like it wasn't Rand Althor. Like he's there's no reference. There's no. I just really don't. I but it is. I it was really funny. He had rather looked forward to killing his nephew and the wench. Oh well, that's true. That's Rand. Right. Rand is his nephew because yeah, Luke because Luke is, is Tigraine's, Tigraine's brother. brother. Right. So this is about Rand. Yeah, but I still think it's Pad and Fane. I think it's I think it's, it's this gotta guy. be Pad and Fane. No, it's this guy. No. Everything this points to this guy. I th- I I understand why you're saying that, but I think this is a red herring based on the he belongs to me and the way that the poison works. But against Kisman, we have seen that looked forward to killing his nephew and the wench, but there was time to pass hunting was always a pleasure. I he know. wants to hunt Rand. I still don't think it's him. All right. Well, di- we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, He became Isam. Isam liked killing wolves even more than Luke did. So I assume, I actually was like, oh God, we're going to Perrin. But yeah. then we don't. Then I would have rather. I would have yeah. rather. I would have <laughs> rather gone to Perrin. Same. Because um, then... Wait, I think it's important though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, like, sorry, we didn't talk about the chosen. Yes, he can't figure out who it is that has hired yeah, him. This like it's clearly the chosen, but it's somebody who's like making themselves like blurry. I actually really mm-hmm. like the visual of this. Yes. Like they maintain this like version of themselves that is super blurry. So Luke mm-hmm. like can't really look at them mm-hmm. and their voice is fully disguised. Yeah. Yep. 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 So that's that's important so we don't know who who it is like somebody's going to like we just we know that also from kissman that like you know mordine told them to kill rand demandred told them to kill rand now this other potentially one of them but probably not so who well he says like he says he so who else who's left there's one of the gars whichever one of the gars right but it's probably not one of the gars so who else is left I can never remember. Whoa, I don't know how, like, all the names of the yeah. choice chosen. Anyway, we don't know who it is. Samael's dead. Robin's dead. Wasn't there another male one who died? I mean, Asmodian's there's like four. dead. There's the Algenor and Belthamel that we talked about earlier. So, what other men are left? Well, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Can, so I don't remember their names. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, now to and again. Okay, yeah. this is part of my question. Okay, are we in like secrecy for the sake of like secrecy, or is there actually a plot reason for some well, of these secrets? Here's... And like, this is the obfuscation of like who did this, who did that, who are the guards? I who will say, killed Kilsman for the the. I genuinely think the Kisman is Luke. I think all of the clues, Robert Jordan was excessively clear Mm. in telling us that it's Luke uh, without referencing it directly. That said- But then why not reference it directly? I think the- uh, Do you think he thinks he's doing it? I think he thinks he's doing it. But in terms of- who is 
the mystery of who is telling Luke to do it, I mm-hmm. imagine that is a nece- like a necessary one a necessary because thing. the whole thing with the Forsaken is how they fight amongst themselves. Yes. You don't know what their aims are. We right. don't know who is for what. Like yeah, we, yeah. you know. So fair enough. I think that is necessary. I think the Gars thing. Hmm. Just tell us. Just, just, just tell us. Just I don't think there's it. any reason not to, but whatever. Well, and I think this is the, actually, I think this is an interesting thing to talk about. Sorry. But the fact that we can read that so dramatically differently and like, I don't think it's conclusive because he's done this to us before is like, Fair. he, he, mm, this is why you need structural edits because you like, all of this obfuscation should should be serving a plot purpose and when or or just an argument from the perspective of uh maybe it's not about plot purpose and maybe it's about reading experience because it is created this conversation between us yeah but the problem is is that we're invested and like this is a conversation i keep having with my partner is that he cannot stick with a lot of genre fiction because it relies on you being willing to be like totally lost and obfuscated for like sometimes a very long amount of time sure. before you get the information. And I sure. also know plenty of genre readers who will give up on series for these exact reasons. But maybe then it's not the series for them because well, with, right. Uh, right. Like this right. is, this is frustrating, but I can see, and I'm not saying it's for every, like, I don't know if the guards is for that reason. I think there are certain points at which he does do it to allow for you to engage with the text in a specific kind of way Mm. like that is something that you should think about as an author right of like it's not just about plot or putting your words on the page it's you're thinking about how is my reader going to interact with this how's my reader Mm. gonna like you know and that's I mean I'm not gonna lie to you if we were not like committed to this project I would have stopped reading I'm like I'm so fed up of it I actually, I like, well, I know if you were just reading it from the perspective of like not having to read a hundred pages and talk about it no, every two no, weeks, no. but you could just like read through it. I would have put it down. I would have gotten, I'm at this point in my reading life, especially now, I think when I was younger, you went through it. I did, but I'm just saying, but that doesn't mean that it's like, I, mm, mm. I just think <laughs> That this is a really risky way to write a book. But I'm also thinking. That's all I'm saying. I'm thinking about. a series. Sure. But I'm thinking about Lost. I'm thinking about the show. I stopped watching that show because I got so frustrated with it. Yes. And lots of people did. Yeah. Um, But a lot of people didn't. And I do think what they did in that first season in terms of like pulling you in with mystery worked really, really well. And then it stopped working. I think that we've talked a lot about editing Mm -hmm. and pulling back maybe on some of those instincts that he has sometimes and not having someone pull him back. But that said, 
I think there are points at which you can allow for deliberate obfuscation. Yes. Um, There's just so, it's every page. Every page, something is obscured. Every single. No, I don't disagree with you. But I do think that sometimes. I disagree with you. No, no, no. I don't disagree with you in terms of like that there is too much of it. Yeah. That I agree with. I do think that like, like that's why I brought up editing because I think that's right. where an editor comes in and it's like, yeah. you're, doing this, you're leaning on this yes. too much, right? Yeah. It's a, but I do think that there, that doesn't mean that there's not an intentionality there mm. with a thought process in mind of why he's doing it. You know, like sometimes it's like, did you do this? And then you just like lost that thread right, because there's right. so much going right, on in these books right. or something like this feels to me much more intentional mm. of like leaving room for readers to have the conversation. Because if this was like something, a trick he used, you know, not that mm. as frequently as he did, yeah. I think it would be much more interesting. Well, yeah, it would be way more effective. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, I think, okay, maybe we are saying the same thing. I know. Coming at it from different (laughs) angles. Exactly. It's (laughs) way, I would have given up because everything is obscured and obfuscated and goes on for too long. And there's too much info dumping. And like, it's just. And we know that it doesn't always pay off. Exactly. With the Samael plot. It does not always pay off. It does not always pay off. And this is why it's so important. But on the other hand. To get edited. Because then a person can tell you when it's not working. But on the other hand, when it does work like something with Mazerm Tame, which was so delightful to read, right? Every time he came on, you're like, oh, there's something. But again, I know there's something. Skillful use. Right. It's less is more. Less is more. Tim Gunn. Edit. You know what? It comes back as always. (laughs) Editorial. Editorial. (laughs) This is why you need an editor. Because you just, uh, <laughs> there's no reason to frustrate your readers this much, is all I'm saying. Um, of needing an editor. Yeah. Chapter oh 23. God. This, I, this chap, I, there is, okay. Literally three sentences could have been inserted into the Rand section. One is that Min had discovered from her books that formatting you can't channel because blah, 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 blah. Right? He's always talking about how Min has her nose stuck in the book. She's learning all this shit. This is like the exact kind of lore that could easily be explained as something Rand or Min found in yeah. a book. Probably they did. That's why they know this. Yep. So like, why not just tell it to us yep. there? Then, then it's explained directly contradictorily within like 10 pages what is actually happening with the channeling. And I wouldn't like, say, I wouldn't I'm say. I'm so that angry it's, about it. I wouldn't say that it's contradictory. I would say that it is. Uh, given a more clear explanation. Mm-mm. No, uh, <laughs> it is it is clear as fucking mud. And even aside from that, even if we disagree about the explanation, again, like you could have you could have had Land be like, by the way, Rand, I saw Cad Swain and a bunch of Aes Sedai coming into the city. I don't know what they're up to. The end. This chapter does not we need don't to know exist. That, we don't know that Rand knows that Cad Swain is there. But that's what I'm saying. All this chapter does is tell us where Cad Swain is. And right, but this, I, like, mechanism... I, I, I disagree with that one point. Okay, just that one well, that's point. fine. Because but, I like, don't think Rand has that knowledge. So why would Land give him that knowledge? Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if you need to introduce Cad Swain is in the city, there's a lot of other ways you could do it that do not involve this. Right, this but not chapter. through... 
not through land POV, and not, not through land POV. Not well, sure, whatever. But like the I this is I I hate this chapter so. This much. chapter it, it was uh, so angry. It, it was very perplexing. I will admit. Um, I don't think I agree that like we don't think we need to go. I like Shaylin. POV. And it's two full chapters of Shaylin POV. And Shaylin is the Athan mare who was found under the bed and is being blackmailed by the Aes Sedai. Um, and they're with Catswing going to far matting. Mm -hmm. And it is a lot. It is like the, you know, we always ask like Robert Jordan, why are you choosing this perspective? Mm -hmm. And if he needed this scene, I understand why he couldn't do it from Catswain's perspective because it gives us too much information. Mm -hmm. He couldn't do it from Varen's perspective for the same reason. And so who's left? He has so far refused to give us Alana. We haven't had an Alana POV in like, I don't even know how long. So there's a reason for why he's not choosing Alana, which is likely Rand Bond nonsense. Mm -hmm. And so who is left in the party? I mean, there's like four Aes Sedai. I there's... don't care about any of them. Well, no, we don't care. But this is what I'm saying. We don't care about literally So if any he's going to choose, I know, but if he has to do this scene, right? But I don't think he does. I really don't think he does. I, I That's don't my think this chapter. If I, I was do... the editor, I would be like, nope, none of this. You don't need these two chapters at all. Unless <laughs> though, them. but there is one thing we do need, right? The thing that we need, and it's the two of the two chapters. I think the thing that we need is the Varen- Elise, the the council person, um, and Cadswain piece of it, and that's it. I'm not saying that because yeah. clearly I mean, that's doing something and setting something up. I think you could what do it from Cadswain's POV because we just got a Cadswain POV that didn't tell us shit about her plans. Like you can't, you, no, no, because no, we needed. I mean, he has a reason that he wanted us to see the Varen. Like the acting that Varen and Catswain did for Elise, right? I am agreeing with you that he had a reason. I just don't think it's a good one. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, yet. I don't. I don't believe it can pay off two chapters worth of nothing. Burger. No, no, no. I agree the with the two chapters. Hold burger. on, hold on. I agree with the two chapters. Let us not. We're not fighting over that. <laughs> I think it needed the one scene. Yeah, literally just that scene. Fair, I guess. Of the Varen, Catswain, whomever interaction. That was it. This is my problem too, is because I get so frustrated with literally I'm getting all of this information, none of which matters. And then you're going to like, oh, there's this literally two paragraphs of stuff that actually does matter. And like, it's buried in this nothing burger of two chapters. I mean, I just, I I don't know. We'll see. Like I am, I, I, I did really like, I was like, this is so boring. Like, I don't understand why I have to read about this. Um, Shalone isn't a particularly engaging character to be Mm -mm. inside of her head. Mm -hmm. She's like, sort of like timid and annoying and her sister sucks and her sister's like, okay, you got to spy on Cadswain. And she's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know about that. Um, and so I guess the other thing, which this could have been in Rand's like Rand's POV, is about the Terangriel. That's what I'm saying. That would have like, been no, no, way no. Better. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree. The radial Terangriel right. that are used in a tight circle in the town that stops women from channeling. 
a slightly larger circle that stops men from channeling and a wider circle you that got that from just... the discord that's I did. not in the text no that's i know what i'm I saying though. none of that is in the text yeah and the way he explains confusing. it is clear it's as much that's confusing. what i'm that's what i was saying he I does agree. not explain it clearly no and I you agree. you could have you could have had it been like oh and then we read in these books so that's why we're here no i agree so with you or the ashman here like it's i agree so, it's so frustrating <laughs> i'm with you i agree so annoying but that is what the terangri will do yeah, but we had to find that out from somewhere else. We did. We had to find that out from the like compendium, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is what we see happen in action mm-hmm. in this. And it's a lot of anxieties about losing the power. Blah, 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 and like mm-hmm. then basically the most important thing, like literally, you guys, you you all know that I like a close read. No, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Not for this. No. Um that chapter is all like majority literally is about her her anxiety about not being able to access the power mm-hmm. then there's a lot of like in chapter 24 a lot of like political mm-hmm. again too much world building info yes. dumpiness just uh, there's the first council and there's huh. so mm-hmm. we find out cat swain is from farmatting mm-hmm. um and so there's awkwardness there and farmatting obviously has a strange relationship with I Sedai and the power and they don't want it and they don't want anything to do with it. Um, but they basically get the first councilwoman all up in a tizzy mm-hmm. because they're trying, Varen is being very coy and sort of like, oh, I guess like what would happen if the Dragon Reborn showed up? You'd probably be fine. But what about the sunshine? <laughs> they yeah. are very scary. Yeah. And like, Catswain's like acting like, hey, don't say that. Mm-hmm. But she obviously wants Varen to do it. So then Varen goes off with the first councilwoman, mm-hmm. um, which is what Catswain obviously wanted all along. Mm-hmm. The question is obviously they know Rand is there because Alana can mm-hmm. feel it. Cause she is like very like just looking in the direction of where mm-hmm. he probably is, you know? Um I think that's basically the most important thing, right? Just by the end of it, uh, Shalon's sister is like kind of nice to her. And so Shalon's like, maybe I'll tell her and then nobody can blackmail me anymore. And you're like, that's not going to happen. And also, I don't care. Well, right. The only other thing I thought was weird and I don't understand is that Varen is like, all of you may call me Edwina. Oh, yeah. What? What what is that Varen's name? Her name is Varen Matthew. No, I think she's she's very obviously lying, but like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's very confusing. But everybody rolls with it. Yep. They're like, hmm, Edwina, sure. So I don't, I don't know why she did that. I'm sure. No, I'm not sure. But uh, maybe we'll find out why. (laughs) Perhaps. Um, and that's <sighs> that's the end of that section, and it sucks because like the Matt stuff is so good, the Rand yeah. stuff is so good, even right. the like the Bethamine stuff is annoying, but even the Aguianine stuff, like at least gave us some things. I mean, you, I now that you have like justified it, I will allow it, but <laughs> but these two chapters are pretty egregious, yeah, just in terms just. of like fully did not need them Didn't to exist in the way they existed, like no. it just it really broke the like. Mm-hmm. 
the flow the flow yes in a in a really frustrating way because it was flowing so so well it's like you texted me you're like it's like a filler episode yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, you yeah. don't need a filler episode in a book but like, that's you what literally it feels like. don't need that <laughs> it's like this is just making me feel the three years of filler episodes we had for naruto <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like you because... just, you don't have to do that in a book. We don't no need filler. It. We don't need it. We don't but need like, it. like, this is. Here we are. Very book bloaty. He's we... not getting edited. He's not getting he's edited. He's not. He's getting he's... line edited, but he's not getting structural edited. Yes. Yeah. And part of it, I wonder, is if it's because it, it's, I can't fathom, like, how you edit yeah. a, a story like this. Because all you can do, which is like, we don't know what the editorial process was like for these books, no. obviously, but like all you can do as an editor is be like, this seems like you don't need it. Mm -hmm. But if your author is like, no, in two books, <laughs> this is going to matter. Mm. How much space do you have yeah. to push back? Well, I think it depends on the author. In? And the, right, exactly. Nine books in, it's Robert Jordan. Like, probably you don't get to. He's exactly. behind on deadline every time. Like, like you're just, yeah. let's go. Yeah. So I think it's a really complicated. But uh, I, I think that's worth, like, yeah. saying it's a disservice to the work. Because it's, it can always, like, it can always be better not always but like it can things can be better and like be more satisfying for the reader and like still be good and like get people what they want and like if we would all just like slow down a minute I think we would all benefit is all I'm saying I think slowing down is the opposite of the problem that we're having just, I just mean like I know I know I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> yeah I know we are we, we do need to get back on track but um, no, I think do you know what I, I'm saying. I know like, what you mean. I know what you mean. And but it's also hard from like to talk about it. I think though, even within the context of what we do on this show, because while we are rereading, there's so much we don't remember. Yeah. Um, I think we can pretty, pretty like a, like say with a lot of confidence that. These books, there could have been a heavier editorial hand to these books. Yeah. Like, I feel fully comfortable saying that. What's harder is when we get into specifics of whether it's needed or whether it's mm. not. Like, I don't know. Right. Because I don't remember enough. Right, right. To know, like, I think we have the instinct for what yeah. it is. And we can say that, like, it felt like these chapters mm -hmm. broke the flow in a very intense way, in a way that was. Um, I think the impact is real. They did break the yes. flow. Yes. There's yeah, no that's doubt. what I mean. It's yeah. like it felt as we were reading, like it it broke up the flow of what we were reading in mm -hmm. such a way that was frustrating from yeah. from a reading perspective. What sucks is that there are other points that are getting that it's almost like they're collateral damage for his mm -hmm. bad habits. Yeah, that that are pieces that could be really great, yes. like the Luke uh, yeah. Isam thing, right? Um, but because of all these other things, they get negatively impacted by it. Yeah, that's right. To your point, where it's like the work could be stronger mm -hmm. and would be stronger for right. these things. Yep, yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. It's interesting. All right, so keep an eye out for episodes 
Uh, we are definitely not on a consistent schedule. It's Today's moment, Thursday, but we're we're trying. Y'all. We're trying. The fall uh, is hard. Um, and next episode, we will be discussing chapters twenty five inc- through twenty nine inclusive. So twenty five all the way through the end of twenty nine, and then we only have one more episode before we finish. Yeah, freaking book. And then we're on to book ten, which I don't oh, remember which no. one that is. No. Um. Are they all listed out in here? Oh yeah, Crossroads of Twilight is Whoa. the next one. Whew. I remember that cover anyway. I don't remember I anything do. that happens in it, but <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and a big thank you to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at BrianDunnMusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. If you are enjoying the show, please do leave us a review and or a rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Helps other folks to find the show. We do super appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on social media. I am at Blue Sky and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And you can also find me on Book Riot's SFF, yeah, podcast talking about all things Science fiction and fantasy. We just did a big hitchhikers episode. That was a lot of fun. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find me on all social, mostly these days, Blue Sky and Tumblr and Instagram at Run with Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. Um, you can also find me co-hosting the Women of Marvel podcast. This week we did our deep dive into Janet Van Van Dyne, oh. the Wasp, because it is her 60th anniversary. So it's a big oh. happy birthday, Janet episode. It's really fun. It's it's actually a really, really good time. Nice. Um, in the meantime, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash best. It's a dollar. Uh, and a huge thank you to all of our patrons. Sidant. Molly B. Joanne, N.T., Jennifer P., Anastasia L., Jessica D., Laura M., Brandon, Spencer, Jarvis, Jonathan, Bruce L., Benjamin A., The Bitter Fig, Nate M., Joanna S., James C., Druidus Cleodna. Ross J, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S. Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, 
Mandarb the girl, not the horse. David Yu, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Goodbye. Goodbye.